Hello again. Welcome to Therapeutic Counseling Podcast. This is Carolyn Smith-Mormon. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and this podcast is dedicated to all of us looking for good mental health. Today's episode, episode 16, is a continuation of last week's episode called Just Calm Yourself Down. Last week, we discussed how important breathing is to calming an anxious mind and challenging our thoughts and expressing um, our anxious self to others. Excuse me. Today's episode, we're going to add on a few more techniques to our arsenal in dealing with anxious times. So, number four in calming ourselves down, release the anxiety. And what I mean by release the anxiety, go for a walk or a run. Engaging in some physical activity releases serotonin in our brain and in our body to help us calm down and feel better. One of the best ways to relieve stress of the day is to simply walk them away, scientists have found. You can walk briskly or jog. Either one calms you down by sparking nerve cells in the brain that relaxes the senses. This is what research has found. Exercise has long been thought to be effective for anxiety and depression. New research on mice has shown that when they are active, there are soothing neurons in their brain that are triggered. And when they are exposed to stressors, these neurons calm them down. Researchers took two groups of mice. One ran around and another that was sedentary. And then they tested the brain cells that formed after they exercised. The little mice who were running around, excuse me, had a number of new neurons specifically designed to inhibit brain activity and to quiet the more excitable ones. The researchers then put the mice into cold baths. Oh, I don't know why they don't just research on human beings. Why poor mice? Anyway, they put them into cold baths to create a stressful environment. And as expected, a large number of excitable neurons were fired up in the hippocampus. This is a part of your brain that's involved with emotional uh, responses. That's why when you're anxious, you know, you can become uh, irritable and emotional because it's involving that part of the brain. But in the brains of the runners or the mice that were moving around a lot, they showed calming neurons that came quickly to release warding off unnecessary anxiety. So basically what this is saying is, if you are an active little mouse or person, then you have this protection in your brain that just naturally starts to help you calm down when you're anxious. If you're sedentary, then your brain has adapted to uh, quote unquote protect you by um, overthinking, overfeeling, and becoming quite anxious. Let's continue with what the research says. <clears throat> Excuse me. The research shows that the exercising mice 
are better able to calm themselves from stress. It is also believed that the effect is seen in humans. This came from the Journal of Neuroscience. And also, I, I saw a research project from uh, Professor Elizabeth Gould of Princeton University. She says, physical activity actually reorganizes the brain so anxiety is less likely to interfere with normal functioning. She also says, understanding how the brain regulates anxious behavior gives us potential clues about how to help people with anxiety disorders. It also tells us something about how the brain modifies itself to respond optimally to its own environment. Okay, good research. Um, these findings help resolve a paradox because exercise actually reduces anxiety and also promotes the growth of new neurons in the hippocampus. So people, if that doesn't get you out there moving, what will? Imagine that you can promote new growth somewhere in your brain as you age. That's pretty amazing. <clears throat> And this especially happens in the hippocampus, which I already told you, is that part of the brain that, you know, regulates uh, emotions. Because these young cells are typically more excitable than their more mature counterparts, exercise should result in more anxiety, not less. But that's not what they're finding. The researchers are finding that exercise strengthens the mechanisms that prevent these brain cells from firing. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I think if you listen to my uh, podcast long enough, you know that I've been fighting off some kind of sickness for the past few weeks, and sorry when I have to cough. Um, <clears throat> let me continue with Professor Elizabeth Gould and her findings. She said, identifying neurons and regions important to anxiety regulation may help scientists better understand and treat all human anxiety disorders. You know, from a, an evolutionary standpoint, the research also shows that we have a brain that is extremely adaptive. Um, for example, those of us who get out there and walk or run and stay active to help with our anxious feelings, our brain adapts by calming down. Those of us who are sedentary and get almost no exercise every day, not two or three times a week, but every day, the brain has adapted to give us a fight or flight reaction. Often when clients come into my office, I ask them, well, how many times a week would you say you're working out? And I don't mean they have to be doing, you know, like a sweat down 45 minutes to an hour workout. I'm talking about if nothing else, a 30-minute steady, brisk walk. Many people say they're only working out two to three times a week. That's just not enough if you're anxious. All right, let's move on. Number five, listen to music. <clears throat> Considering I'm a musician and a singer, this is something I've always known and I highly uh, approve of. So the next time that you feel anxious, try cranking up some music. <clears throat> Excuse me grab your headphones, and tune in to your favorite music. Listening to music can have a very calming effect on your body and mind. 
Listening to music can have a tremendously relaxing effect on all parts of your body, especially slow, quiet, classical music. This type of music can have a beneficial effect on our physiological functions. It can help to slow down your pulse. It can help to slow down your heart rate. It can even lower your blood pressure, maybe temporarily, but that's okay. And it can decrease the levels of stress hormones. <laughs> I was thinking about, you know, when you have a child, it's not uncommon to sing them a lullaby or play some sweet music when they go to sleep. So I thought I would remind you of some music you may or may not have heard when you were a little child that helped to calm you down so you could go to sleep at night. Let me play it and see if you recognize it. Perhaps you remember Brahms' lullaby. So uh, I went searching on Spotify while I was making this podcast to see um, if I entered music to calm me when I'm anxious, what I would find. And one of the things that I found was uh, music that they play for babies. And then they had another playlist, music to play to calm your dog down. So if the music's good enough to calm down a baby or if the music's good enough to calm down a dog, I bet you could find a playlist on Spotify or some other music venue to help calm you down. Remember, music is a really lovely way to calm down your body. And finally, on my thoughts and ideas on helping you to just calm yourself down, number six, write it down. If you're too anxious to talk about what's going on inside of your head, grab your journal and write out your thoughts. You don't have to worry about spelling, complete sentences, or punctuation. Forget all that. Just write and write and write. Because you see, writing helps you get those negative thoughts out of your head. And if you wanted to take it a step further, you could actually make an action plan to continue staying calm once you're finished writing. You could come up with some steps to help you get calm all the time. And maybe you could even investigate what caused me to be anxious this time? And what can I do to make sure it doesn't happen in the future? So don't forget that. <clears throat> One of the ways that journaling can relieve stress is by helping you to work through all of your anxious feelings. This is because feelings of anxiety can lead to stress and something we call, we call rumination. That's where you can't, you know, I think I talked about it on the last episode about having the hamster brain, the hamster wheel going round and around and around in your head. That's what rumination is. <clears throat> so when we journal, <coughs> excuse me, when we journal, this can um, help lessen the stress and the rumination um, if we just leave it unchecked. 
some of the roots of anxiety can be minimized through this examination that we do through journaling. Well, I did a little research for these last two podcasts to help me come up with some of the best ideas I could come up with and others could come up with on calming you down during anxious times. So I want to give a shout out to the various newsletters that I read on the regular. First, there's Psych Central, then Very Well Mind, and the Daily Mail UK Health section, and Health Line. These are all great newsletters that come up with ideas for um, <clears throat> helping us live better mental health lives. So I want to thank you again for listening to my podcast. This was my 16th episode. I have been uh, creating this podcast for almost two months. You know, if you really do like this podcast, I love feedback. I really do. So if you could just take a minute, if you're listening on Spotify, they give you a place that you can leave me a voicemail. I would love it. Um, Or if you would like to send me um, an email, let me give you my email address. It is cmstherapytx at gmail.com. I'll say it again. C-M-S-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y-T-X at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. So, I hope you have a beautiful day. It's a beautiful one here in Dallas today, although it's very chilly. And I hope you do everything you can do to calm yourself down and to have a beautiful mental health day. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.